0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. I am your host, John Newman, at Talk More Sports on Twitter. Don't have anybody with me today, but uh, gonna talk some Week 14, 15, and NFL playoff picture, um, and uh, college football playoff. Of course, there were some huge games today. USC could not get the job done against Oregon. Oklahoma gets the job done versus Iowa State. Uh, Spencer Rattler uh finally you know people starting to recognize spencer rattler's name a little bit more um cincinnati they took care of business against tulsa uh we had alabama and florida that game was supposedly a good game i wouldn't know because uh i did not get to watch it i was busy working uh so I won't talk too much about it, but from what I understand, that Alabama backfield is something lethal with Najee Harris, Mac Jones, great quarterback too. Reminds me a lot of uh, what's his old name, uh, Greg McElroy, handoff quarterbacks, you know. Clemson took care of business against Notre Dame, and that opens up the door for Texas A and M uh, to get into the college football playoff. Because I mean, I look for Notre Dame losing to Clemson to slide down uh, out of the top four. Look for it to be. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Texas A&M in that college football playoff. So the SEC has two teams represented. Cincinnati has a huge gripe. They've played more games. They've won them all, uh, won their conference title, and uh, A&M is going to be getting in over them. But, hey, you know, that's the politics of it. Until they expand the college football playoff, at least add a play-in game or some sort of way for teams to, to earn a legitimate championship opposed to kind of this system that's uh, you've got to be in the power five does not necessarily mean you are the best football team in the country when you win that championship if if there are you Cinderella teams that happens in college basketball sometimes could happen in college football more football the better expand the playoffs I'm all for that movement um yeah but I like I said I don't know too much about this college season I haven't kept up with it too much. Uh, I know Mizzou. Uh, I'm a homer for Mizzou. They uh, did not get the job done against Mississippi State today. That's that. But Larry Roundtree, he uh, he's got some miles on him, but uh, he's looking like a next next level prospect, uh, trending towards the NFL. Larry Roundtree the third. Um, yeah, let's get into the NFL now. Uh, A.J. Brown with that incredible catch. Uh, Play of the week there. Mahomes with the worst play of the week. Definitely that 30 yard sack. You know, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen one of these times. He runs so damn far behind the line of scrimmage that it's just bound to happen. He trusts his athleticism and his God given ability a lot. And God damn it, he's right. He's right so far we've got A.J. Brown with the best play Patrick Mahomes with the worst play let's get into Jalen Hurts and his big day Green Bay taking number one away from New Orleans uh but let's get into it Jalen Hurts now leading at the quarterback position the 4-8-1 Philadelphia Eagles who are still in that NFC East playoff hunt don't count them out just yet Washington um they lose today. That puts them at eight losses. They would be tied with the amount of losses with the Eagles. But of course, the Eagles would have that tie. Uh, if the Eagles were to win out and be seven, eight, and one, and uh, Washington be uh, eight and eight. I'm not sure what the tiebreakers look like on on that front. Uh, does it go to divisional record? Does it count losses? Does it count wins? Uh, what what matters in the in this sense? Um, Hertz is just a different beast out there, 100-plus yards on the ground. That's not something you're going to see out of Carson Wentz. Yeah, I get it. He's athletic. Yeah, cool. He doesn't know how to run with the football in his hands it's as good as Jalen Hurts, and that's fact. Also in the NFC East, we've got uh, the Washington football team handing the reins back over to Dwayne du- Haskins. Uh, Dewey Haskins, of course, took over when Alex Smith went down last week against the 49ers, and they were able to eke out a win. But uh, I'm not going to take them over the Seahawks this week. No way, no way. Uh, I actually have Seahawks money line parlay uh, with Chiefs and Bills. Bills got it done. Just need the Chiefs and Seahawks to get it done. Uh, I thought that was a pretty safe bet. So Hopefully, you know, Dwayne Haskins doesn't go out there and light up the Seahawks secondary because, I mean, they are prone to that from time to time. Uh, but, you know, nothing really scares me about Dwayne Haskins. I think they'll play assignment sound football today and they'll take care of business. Um NFC Lease, the last two teams, Giants led by Daniel Jones and Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, the Red Rocket, whatever you want to call them, and the Dallas Cowboys, uh, both of them with eight losses, I believe, Um, and uh, both of them still in contention, I guess, Uh, I think maybe the Cowboys are out with a ninth loss, Um, yeah, the Cowboys are out, but uh, yeah, Eagles still have a shot, Moving up to the much better NFC North. You've got a Bears and Vikings matchup today. Both teams on the bubble. Um, I don't know much about either two of these teams, really. I just know that the Bears don't have an identity, no quarterback, no identity. Uh, I think they handed it back over to Trubbs, though. Trubisky uh, going to be taking on Kirk Cousins. Go with experience. It's December. December football. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings in December. Um uh, Detroit, Detroit's out. I mean, they've got, you know, they've moved on from Matt Patricia. I think that was the right thing to do. I think it uh, it's time to rebuild, and it's time to rebuild in a unique way, a way that, you know, maybe you go and you look at the way the Chiefs did it. You go, you talk to Matt Stafford, what has been wrong with this team is what uh, what you ask him. What, do, what have you seen? What can we do? What is our major malfunction? You figure that out. You roll with him for one, two more years, but you draft a guy within the next one to two years. You hire the best head coaching candidate you can. Eric bien is going to be the next head coach of the Detroit Lions. He's the most qualified. He's ran the best system, and, and he will turn that thing around. I want to see what Matt Stafford looks like in an Eric bien system. system. Uh, should make for some good matchups. But that's all a big if, definitely. It's all a big if. Um, They have to make that right choice uh, with Eric bien though. Green Bay, uh, they won again tonight against the Panthers. Uh, Rodgers looked hot to start, and uh, my MVP bet for Rodgers, that's going to net me $800 if it pays out, uh, was looking good. And then they decided to pound the rock. Uh, Can't blame them late in the season. Uh, just pound the rock, throw in the football. You don't want to get any of these weapons uh, in, the, in the receiving core that have, as, have really stepped up this year for the Green Bay Packers. You don't want to get them hurt uh, slinging around against a bad team like, like the Carolina Panthers. Of him for Rodgers. If he's going to will this team to a championship, he needs every last one of his weapons. So I agree with pounding the rock, but Aaron Jones is another weapon that you cannot afford to get hurt. Only gave him twenty carries tonight, though. He uh, was very effective on those carries, and and that's just, uh, you know, keep keep it moving, keep everybody healthy for the playoffs, and and an eleven and three Packers team right now. Uh, they've got to be uh, looking down the road. I know how I know how locker rooms think, and and they are thinking that they definitely have what it takes this year. So, uh, yeah. Let me circle back real quick. I said only twenty carries. I mean. Only 20 carries for for 154 yards, you know, uh, is what what I really meant. That that's probably the most important weapon in that offense. Uh, I look, you know, Bob Tunyon stepped up, Marquez Valdez Scantling. I know he fumbled it on Thanksgiving Day, but since then he's played incredible. Um, Devontae Adams just continues to do what he does year in and year out, and uh, just gets gets the job done. Uh the Green Bay Packers, they're thanking it. And a lot of other people are thanking it. They've got a shot to to win the Super Bowl this year. So that's a wrap for the NFC North. Let's move it on to the NFC South. You got the Saints ten and three, the Bucks eight and five, and the Falcons and Panthers, who cares? Um <laughs> the Buccaneers, it's looking like a stooge move to hand the keys to the castle and everything over to a forty two year old quarterback and um you know that, that gets everything that he wants it's, it's not uh not maybe not the best idea uh in a competitive division uh that that's got drew Brees leading the saints drew Brees back at the helm saints are taking on the kansas city chiefs today my chiefs in that afternoon game um i'm not too worried about anything uh with this game except for uh, third down defense for the chiefs. If drew Brees is a chain mover, if he's able to move the chains, expect that uh, 51 over to hit. Um, I think we'll know what type of game it is within, you know, the first two quarters. We'll see uh, if, if drew Brees is, is picking up uh, first downs on third down a lot, uh, throwing the ball, then, then the chiefs are in trouble. If Kamara is picking up short yardage, plays against us um third down we're we're in trouble but uh i think i think it's going to be you know a defense that hasn't played its best game the past couple of weeks uh it's going to come out here against a lot tougher competition play you know inspired football and and be able to uh handle the saints um so that would drop the saints to 10 and 4 the bucks sitting at eight and five they could be nine and five they could be one game out of the uh division um sitting pretty in the playoffs regardless but uh yeah i mean not not much else to talk about with the nfc south uh panthers falcons i'm not sure about you know regime switches gms all of that stuff that goes on this time of the year we will look into it whenever there is no more football on the tv uh move to the nfc west round out the nfc the seahawks Kind of talked a little bit about it. They're taking on Alex Smith and the Washington Football Team. They're nine and four. The Rams are also nine and four. I think the Rams actually have the division tiebreaker as well uh, via head-to-head uh, action. There, um, Rams are taking on the Jets. They've got a very easy matchup. So ten and four Jets, and I'm saying Seahawks take care of business. They'll be ten and four uh, after today uh, against the Washington Football Team. That's not a guarantee. Uh, the only guarantee is that the Rams beat the jets uh, if i uh if I had a million dollars, I would just money line rams uh, screw a savings account go for the go for the risk man who knows how much you are probably paying everything back in taxes on that shit if you were to bet that much who knows who knows I could only dream huh then you have you know the cardinals team. That's 7-6, uh, and six and they're on the bubble in the playoffs. I think they would be uh, in if the season were to have ended after Week 14. Um, I think that this one's up for grabs. The Seahawks and Rams both uh, at different times this year. Early on in the season, the Rams look like shit and the Seahawks look like world beaters. And now that's kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Russell Wilson's not been doing the things that Russell Wilson was doing those first, uh, I think, four or five games. And as things simmer down, I'll predict it now, I'm going to take the Rams to win the NFC West. Um, flip it over to the AFC side, Bills took care of business, AFC East uh patriots and jets are out the dolphins at eight and five are on the bubble there um a lot of the other eight and five teams are just better you know uh those teams that are around that caliber the ravens are a better football team than them i think the browns are a better football team than them uh the titans the colts uh one of those teams is going to lose the division there um and then the raiders on the fringe seven and six afc west uh You know, it's looking like the Chiefs and Steelers and Bills are are the three top tier teams. And then the next two, I think, are are Titans and Colts and the AFC South uh, are the next two best teams. And then you got to go to the Browns, uh, Ravens, and and Dolphins, Raiders. Um, Everybody else is just kind of trash. The AFC, um, it's not... uh, It's not as competitive it's just more you know one two three lost teams and uh you know on the nfc you've got a division leader with four losses and a division leader with seven losses so um it's just week in and week out those games or matchups are just more competitive they wear on those guys and and it's just yeah Uh, don't really know what i'm rambling about now but the afc picture is pretty much spelled out um browns losing last week baker mayfield i was hyped on him i know i was hyped on him last week uh that interception was terrible uh he just is i don't know got outplayed by lamar jackson lamar jackson damn near 300 total yards three total touchdowns uh had 124 on the ground 163 through the air um no no interceptions no turnovers i don't think i didn't i don't think he fumbled no um so yeah the uh, ravens kind of back in the saddle again it seems uh let me take a look at the playoff picture and what has to transpire for the uh ravens to make the playoffs because they are currently um they're currently not even in the picture it looks like according oh no here they are 8 and 5 um they're just the 8th place team i guess i mean that's the afc playoff picture what's going to happen is the chiefs are going to have to avoid the hiccups they they make them they make mistakes uh they are beatable Despite what uh, a lot of Chiefs fans and the national media will tell you, they are definitely a beatable squad. Um, a lot of interesting football left to be played. 3.30 this afternoon. I need to get some sleep. Uh, it is currently 8 a.m., so uh, that's a wrap for this episode of Roundtable Sports. Um, oh, wait. <laughs> i got to do my picks real quick. Okay, so San Francisco-Dallas taking San Fran. Seattle-Washington taking Seattle. Chicago, Minnesota taking Minnesota. New England, Miami taking Miami. Uh, Jacksonville and Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore, obviously. Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Atlanta poo poo uh, taking Tampa Bay. Uh, Detroit taking on Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee should squash them. I mean, they don't even they they don't even have a coach. Uh, Houston, same thing. I mean Romeo Cornell's filling in right now uh Frank Reich's done an incredible job. Indianapolis beats Houston handedly um I'd hope <laughs> I just realized, hey, that's a divisional matchup. those guys know them best, so no, no, maybe not handedly, but uh uh sure sure would if they want to compete in the playoffs. Still like the Colts in that one. Uh, Philadelphia and Arizona. This one's kind of an interesting matchup. This is a really, really fun game to watch. If you were to show somebody who doesn't watch football a football game, this should be one of those games that you could show them. Two mobile quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts taking on Kyler Murray. Interesting game here. Um, Arizona's the better football team all around. Uh, you look at the defense, they got movers like uh like Isaiah Simmons and, and uh Buda Baker, who are, are not only fast but great at tackling too. Uh so look to look at those guys possibly containing uh Jalen Hurts and and disrupting, you know, what Philadelphia did right last week. Uh Arizona's gonna take that away. Arizona's gonna win that one. Um I am actually starting to think maybe I'm betting them. Uh <laughs> New York Jets obviously losing to the Los Angeles Rams. I'm taking my hometown chiefs over the saints. Um, yeah, taking chiefs over saints. I've said enough about it already. I guess I think Patrick Mahomes comes out and he has one of those days. I think this is one of the times he he comes out. He just has one of those days. Hopefully it's, it's not on the same day that drew Brees has a great miracle comeback. Uh, and uh, yeah, Cleveland and New York, Sunday night football, the New York Giants. I, I just, I don't see Daniel Jones and the Giants uh, as the future of anything, even the NFC least. Uh, they, Daniel Jones is not the future. Um, he's just not. That's what you get with a quarterback out of Duke. You, you, you'd get a quarterback from, oh, ACC Power Five Conference, but it's just, it's Duke. You're getting a quarterback out of Duke, and that, that's what you got. Um, and then Monday nights, uh, oh, I, I still haven't said the pick, though. Cleveland, I'm taking Cleveland. If you hadn't inferred that already. But uh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh Trances the Bongles on Monday night. Uh, how embarrassing would that be though if if the bungles were to pull something out on on pittsburgh on monday night um that's a wrap that's a wrap for it i guess uh we talked chargers took down uh the raiders i actually i i think i i bet uh i think i bet chargers on that one i I don't know who cares i I bet sprinkles on everything that i bet anyways so It's not like it matters a whole lot. But that Rodgers MVP, i got quite a bit riding on that. I think we've touched on pretty much everything else. Uh, Buffalo destroyed Denver last night. Um, And, yeah, got some good football ahead of us. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow at TalkMoreSports on Twitter uh, to – Stay updated with the podcast. I tweet from time to time. Uh, I'm constantly, constantly reading uh, notific- tweet notifications and shit. Um, so if you want to interact with the podcast, that's a good place to, to uh, start. And uh, that's where I tried to start this podcast from there. But it's uh, kind of some weird osmosis going on with the uh former mizzou fan account that i ran that i switched over to the roundtable sports and uh then um the podcast that i built kind of as a subsidiary off of what i did on youtube uh, because i've been producing monetized content uh related to sports since i was you know like 11 years old or something i just you know all the copyright strikes and shit that happened, they kind of scared me away from making, like, highlight videos and, and really enjoying digital media the way that I can enjoy it. Like, I would have made a great editor, but now I have too much ADD and ADHD because uh, I became a thanker more than a doer. And uh, it's, just, it's just how it is, how life works sometimes. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, though, at Talk More Sports. Peace. Because we've all been through our times
1: gotta talk to the president I just gotta talk to the man man I don't need no motherfucker evidence to prove I'm a motherfucker, man man stuck in a game that's irrelevant I'm just trying to do a high can can niggas fought for the name to be relevant I just want to know they understand saying this is not for the man with the melodies I'm just trying to spit it to the fans fans this is not for the man to get felonies this is for the man who want a chance chance this is not for the man to feel jealousy this is for the man to give a damn damn cuz God can't be so heavenly I just want to know they understand say Damn right, get money like Glenn Rice. Cause you know I gotta live right. Get bunnies like ten types. Act funny niggas, bin pipe. No dummy pants, skin tight. Can't run me nigga, bin tight. I'm all on it like insight. Can't front a nigga, bin nice. Don't want me cause I didn't bite. Get money, nigga, win right. No one way to sin right. Keep sunny for them dim lights. Keep coming with that pin right. Keep humming for them grim nights. Awesome. I'm talking about hard times. You know, hard times. Cause we all been through hard times.